Hey, hi. Welcome back to our podcast. I'm Persia. I'm Loka. And we are coming to you live on a beautiful, well, it's not really beautiful anymore. There was a blue sky and now there's not. But on a Wednesday, beautiful here. <laughs> we should make a new segment of the podcast where we say when we're filming and from where we're filming, because I feel like mine changes every day every week okay well we're filming on november 16th wednesday and i'm in a study room it is 4 30 and i'm in an empty classroom so if this episode sounds choppy it's because i got busted and we had to i had to move just letting you know <laughs> forewarning um persia's breaking the rules okay there's no like. Mm, are you in like a is, hall? Like, are you in like a like a like a like? Are you in a hall? Or are you in your dorms? Like, are you in a room in your dorm? I'm in a classroom. Okay. <laughs> I'm in an empty classroom. This is the classroom that we have our song rehearsals in, and oh, so you said that you said past that. a certain point, people don't use the classrooms, and the buildings are still open. So right now, like it's four o'clock, classes still are happening. But so the buildings are open, but this classroom just isn't used by a class right now. So I'm like, that's why we have rehearsals here. So I'm just in the class. I'm not doing anything wrong. Well, yeah, no, (laughs) no, I'm in a study room and this room has a whiteboard on it. And the person who was in here before me wrote, was doing like genetics. There's, what are those, what is, uh, what are those tables called? I can't think. Yeah. Punnett squares. There's a gigantic Punnett square behind me on the That's whiteboard. fun. And I, it really makes me not, it, it makes me thankful that I'm not taking any science right now. I'm so, I thank God every day that I'm not a STEM major or that I don't want to be a STEM major because sometimes, oof. Yeah, I don't know what my life would have looked like if I would have like wanted to like actually pursue a major of value. But. <laughs> just say um well anyways hey guys I hope that you've been having a good week for I mean I guess before we get into it we can just talk about how our weeks have been how's your week week? been oh how was your week how was your week but like how was your week okay anyways I'm just gonna start that um my week was okay it's final season I just it yeah it wasn't a great week but that's okay because we're we're on the up and that is what matters I think I've just been really 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 tired and so it's just it's been, it's been a lot but that's okay because we're doing great I'm here now and that's great <laughs> We're just you know? trying to beat around the bush by saying she's had a terrible week. I had a really bad week, but that's okay. <laughs> it didn't sound like it was fine, but she had a bad week. It, 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 it was not fantastic, but that's fine. Week. It wasn't the best of weeks. Because there's good and there's bad. Just go. How was your week? <laughs> um, my week was good. I got to teach the choreography I I did. I've never choreographed anything. Well, I've like choreographed, but like not like actual 
dancing. I've done like theater choreography, which is like, okay, now we all do a sidestep and clap and sidestep and clap. But this one, I got to actually choreograph like a ballroom piece because a fun fact, I used to do ballroom dancing and I got to choreograph a piece for Sound of Music and I got to teach it this week. And so it was really rewarding to like see people do the thing that you made if that makes sense that's That's so sick dude wait which dance is it the landler so when the captain and when maria like they go outside on the terrace during the ball Mm. and they dance and oh that's such a cute scene it is and i don't know i just feel really important because that's like the scene where they realize they're in love and oh my god and i will say like working every person can tell you that well, first I can tell you that like during not like love scenes, but during romantic scenes on stage, I get very awkward. I had to stage kiss one of my best friends ever. And during rehearsal, I would literally freak out about it and like laugh and whatever. But working with adults is so much different than working with teenagers because I was like, okay, at at this part, you're going to look right into his eyes and like you guys are going to almost kiss but then you back away and she literally just did it. And I was like, oh, I was well, just I think a lot of that came from the fact that you guys were so platonic that it was just strange, oh, yeah, you well, know, that's probably a big part of it. I'm sure that you'd be able to handle it differently if it's just like another random, but like when it's your, your best like, friend that you yeah. really don't see like that, like, yeah, I, that top 10 things I never want to do again. <laughs> Just you know, saying. you live and you learn and you dance yeah. and it's just, yeah. That it, I'm so proud of you because it's really, really sick that you're doing yeah. that. Honestly, it's like, like the little things are like making me not proud of myself, but kind of like, I kind of feel like I'm doing something good for once. There is something special about like watching something that you put together come together and be this be exactly what you had envisioned in your mind there's something different about seeing it you know yeah like other than that it's kind of like the only good thing that happened I'm excited to go home Persia and I see each other next week so guys we literally have not seen each other since three months August three months yeah and so we we get to see each other next week but I go home when do you leave I leave tomorrow next Tuesday but yeah, she leaves next Tuesday, so I won't see her till like next week. But yeah, I'm excited to go home. My week has kind of been sucky because I've been so looking forward to going home that mm-hmm. like the past week has been so slow. No, I'm so excited to go home. I, I I meant to go home earlier than I did, but then like plans just ended up like not working out for me to go home when I thought I was going to. And the next thing I know, like I haven't been home since fall break, which obviously is more more recently than Loka's been home but still like oh. it's been a month since I've been I home. wasn't even I haven't I wasn't even supposed to have been home yet but I don't think we've mentioned it um I we had a category four hurricane here <laughs> like a month ago <laughs> I was like they know um, you're in Florida sorry I'm processing so yeah we got hit with a category four so I went home after that I'm just thankful you're okay those photos looked like the damage was yeah. bad but, like, can you imagine if you hadn't gone home, like, going that long of a stretch? Yeah, that – I don't know. Okay, I've – I don't think – we'll get more into this during the college episode, but in all reality, I'm not really happy here. And so 
I don't know how I would be if I hadn't have gone had gone home before. Like I don't know how I would be mentally if I had been here for three months straight. Yeah. Like I don't. I genuinely don't know. Because well, I she just spoiled it. We have we have a couple episodes planned in mind. And oh yeah. Oh, we never. <laughs> last episode, <laughs> we never talked about it. Last episode, we literally never said that we weren't doing the Joshua Bassett episode. We <laughs> we are going to do it. Yeah, we just but we yeah. week one we were like next episode is gonna be joshua bassett episode and then persia and i like after that we talked about the schedule and we determined we weren't gonna do that till later but then the second episode came and we were never like instead of doing the joshua bassett one we're gonna do this we just completely changed it was like a, just a tiny little like name drop episode in there so i don't even know if anyone caught it but like yeah. we did sit down with the schedule and like look at what was the most logistic because there are some things that that we were talking about it and there are just some things that we want you to understand about us as people before we get into actually analyzing things because the way that we analyze things will make more sense when you learn us more yeah I don't like, know if that I makes think, sense but well no it does we both have specific store well I can't really speak for Persia but I think for me like I have a specific I, I have specific, specific situations that I will talk about in those episodes that aren't going to make sense unless you have at least a little bit of context for what yeah. those situations are. So, so that's why we arranged it so that we're kind of like going through the biggest pieces of information that we feel like you need to know before we are able to like start doing more specific, like casual episodes. That's why the episodes have seemed very like general and broad. It's because we're, we're really just trying to like get y'all to see how we think in different facets of our personalities before we get into stuff like that so um we do have a plan more episodes ahead they won't be well I'm not gonna say they won't be as deep but like they'll, they'll be a little bit more specific gonna, I think they're gonna get deeper I think they as will we go on. But hopefully they get easier to process because you understand us a little better yeah well and I think today's episode is going to help with that because it's going to tell you a lot about who we are and how we think and what directions our brain thinks, because today we're talking about friendship versus relationship dependency, which is something that we both have a lot of thoughts on, because this is one of the, this is one of the areas that we, we differ. Yeah, we are very similar in many ways, but this area is one that we think very polar, not polar opposite, because I can understand, but we just aren't the same in this way. And yeah. like, I don't know if the friendship versus relationship dependency makes sense. So I'll like give a little bit of an explanation. We were in the car driving around one time and we were just having a conversation about how our human natures as a whole just have a tendency to be pulled towards different things. You know, so like for for me, one of the biggest things that I value in my life and that is really, really, really important to me are my friendships, are like the people that are in my inner circle. It says a lot about who I am. It directly ties to my emotions. It directly ties to my mental headspace. Um, but then with Loka, it's a little different. You can explain. I'm very much, not that I don't value my friendships. Like I don't want them to come off like I don't care about them. But when it comes down to it, I think I think very romantically and I think very relationship oriented. Um, I'm very dependent on having a, some sort of companion in my life, um, 
that is romantic. Like, obviously I don't, I don't think that like, I have like my friendly companions, like Persia, Tara, like Chloe, like all these people in my life that are my companions, but I don't necessarily think that I could go through life without a romantic companion, if that makes any sense. It does. And like, we were talking about how that's so different for us, because for me, it's like the moments that I've gone through life and I haven't had my people is how I like process it. I haven't had my people, like the people that know me inside and out that are my friends, like they know my heart. They like, I'm able to walk through life with my friends if when the moments that I haven't had those people have been really, really, really difficult for me. So I can't process the idea of like going through a season of life and not having any friends. But for me, like as much as eventually at some point in my life, I'd love to be in a relationship, find, like find a companion in that way. Like for me, it's like, if I, if that's not something that I'm able to experience right now, like I'm okay But for friendships, if I don't have those, that messes me up. I'm not, I like, I need those. Well, yeah. And I think that it also, it it has to do with like how my mood is affected or how my like seasons of my life are affected. Because if if I get into a fight in a friendship, I'm going to worry about it. I'm going to stress about it. But overall, I will get over it and I will move on. But with relationships, I will do everything in my body to not get over it because I don't want to let things go, if that makes sense. When I when I get into a fight or I'm in a dead period with some sort of romantic person, it literally will bring down my mood. And I think in all honestly, on all in all honesty, that is why that's part of the reason why I'm so unhappy here is because I'm in a dead period. Let's preface that like society today has a tendency to have, well, how do I word this? Okay. For a while, a woman's value in society revolved around her relationship to a man. It revolved around her role in society and involved around the relationship that she was in and the way that she was able to best serve her life around him and I think that as a society we have come so much forward in that and that women are so much more than just their relationships to men but I think sometimes people have a tendency to take it that and further and almost say that if people really value their relationships or really want a relationship or really want to not be single, then that's a problem. And I think that's where the issue lies. Because honestly, I don't think there's any problem with not wanting to be single. Like, I don't think there's any problem with valuing relationships or for wanting that. I think the problem comes when it's put upon you that my entire value is on whether or not I'm in a relationship, whether I like that or not. That's where the issue lies. But I think sometimes we've run so far in the opposite end of the spectrum as a society to now be like, if you want a relationship, you're not a strong, independent woman. And like, that's not okay. And like, you need to be able to just be, just be you all alone and not be fine. Like, yeah, you should be able to spend time with yourself. That's not what I'm saying. But like, it's okay 
the, yeah. you, the way your personality is wired, the way that your brain is wired is to want to not be single. Like that's, I don't think that there's anything well, wrong with that. That part of me wasn't really something I had ever, I mean, I've all, I feel like I've always been that way, but it wasn't something I ever really noticed until one day my mom and my dad and I were in the car. This is probably like a year ago, a year, year and a half ago. And we were going to dinner and I asked my mom if one of her family friends was ever married. She's now single, but I was like, was she, has she ever been married? My mom was like, no, she just, she's just chosen to be single. And so it kind of got us into a conversation about what our thoughts on that are. Not like in, not in a judging way to that woman, but I was, I told my mom and my dad, I was like, I don't think I can do that. I was like, I don't think that. I would be able to handle being single for the rest of my life. I don't, I like, I, I need a companion in that way. And my mom was very much like in agreement with me. And so I think I get that from her. And I don't know. It was like a kind of a, an aha moment where I realized that I was that way. And it, ever, ever since then, it's kind of been something that's on my mind. Not that I'm trying to change it, but I just, I just think I'm really way too dependent on it. I think that there, yes, I would agree. There are <laughs> moments, yeah, there are moments where we'll be talking and I will notice that you're, a lot of your day-to-day mood is very, very affected by whether or not there's a relationship in your life. And I think on that much of an aspect yeah, there is a little bit of a learning curve that should probably happen just for your own peace and clarity in which you can like be single and be happy. I think that that's a goal you should probably come to because yeah. I mean, there's such a small percentage of finding someone and being with them forever at this point. Like it's kind of hard out here. Um, but like, but I also think that like if, if for like there's no way that y'all would know this about loka but like i think we mentioned it last week like loka's one of the most self-sufficient people i've ever met she's well, an, things, she's, I'm, she's I'm, an independent baddie I'm like she's okay with being alone like i'm like, she I'm, does everything on her own like she she's been working multiple jobs since high school like she's been keeping up her own like financial stuff like she's just she's on top of her stuff on her own it's not even well, like on top a, of on top of is questionable well, but on I, paper on paper you're on top of everything if you ask my parents I am not fine on top of my financials anyways for an average 17 year old individual yeah Loka is a very independent person so before the whole mentality of like oh this is her wanting to just be dependent on a guy like that's not true um when I think one of the the main things like when I tell people that I'm unhappy at where I'm at their assumption is because I have no friends here, which has changed. I do have a few friends here. Yay. They're all my coworkers. <laughs> but like, that's not the, the fact that I have no friends isn't the reason I'm unhappy. It's be I, I, one, I think it's because again, we'll talk about it more in the college episode. One, I want, I'm wanting to be somewhere else in a different location, but also because I literally, I ended a situation with someone that had been going on for a year right before I moved and now I'm and now I'm here and I am unhappy but it's not because I have no friends it's because I'm still upset about it 
but like yeah I so I think like from a power power boss woman type aspect like yeah I do think it's important that you get to the point where you can be happy single but I don't think that this the the like the whole thing about you wanting to be in a relationship and you being happier when you're in a relationship I don't see that as a problem yeah it's just and that's what that's that's one way that we're very different is that like for me it's it's I take this part to a little bit of an unhealthy aspect as well. So we're just unhealthy at opposite ends. polar opposites. We are. We are. Same we're extreme, polar opposites. Polar opposite. So true. Same extreme, Same different. extremes, polar opposites. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I like, I am very much, I think I constantly. Put that a on a shirt. That, Put that on a shirt. Same extreme, polar <laughs> opposites. Yeah. For me, same extreme, but polar opposite is the idea that like I can can and am happy single like I don't I don't need a relationship in that but as a person I fundamentally wow words I fundamentally am a very all-in type of person when it comes to relationships in general when it comes to friendships like I'm the type of person who when I am your friend it means that I will be loyal to you. I will be there for you. Like I will be the person that will pick up the phone at three in the morning. If you call me crying, I'll talk to you until the sun rises. Like, and that's not, this isn't me saying that to like, be like, oh my gosh, I'm such a great friend. This is me saying that as to like. It's true. And I can attest to that because I mean, that's just, I mean, anybody who's in person's life could tell you that's how she is. And I think it's extremely admirable, but no, I don't I don't think it's a bragging thing at all. I think it's just true. I just like and but the thing is is that this is how like this is just how I relationships are just that important to me. It has nothing to do with me like I want to be this good of a friend. It's just like when you are going through something, it matters to me. I'm going through it with you. Like yeah. it matters to me as much as it matters to you, I'm going to be thinking about it during my day. I'm going to be thinking about ways that like, maybe it can be solved. I'm going to be praying about it. Like I'm going to be carrying on your stuff like it's mine because that's just how I am in friendships. And so it's unhealthy in that I get, I do have a tendency to seek validation sometimes in friendships. I do have have a tendency to like put a little too much importance in what people think of my decisions and what people think of like the way that I act and what people think about my personality it it does become a defining thing for me which is where I toe the line of maybe I need to it does become a thing to me that Loka can attest to this so badly I have a tendency to accept a lot of things that I shouldn't behavior wise because I just care and love you so much like I will accept you treating me poorly until you get to a switching point with me. It, it's so random. It doesn't have to be that big of a thing. But when you just well, do it's, something. It's because, you, it's because the reason that is, is because not to like hate on you. You let things, you let people treat you a certain way for so long that eventually it's just, it takes one thing to set you off and not necessarily set you off in the way that you like go off on somebody but in the way that it just boils over to where you cannot take it anymore. That is and so true. 
I mean, you just you you just let it go on for so long. What's funny is that usually it's a really tiny thing. Like in the span of like everything in a friendship, it is the tiniest, most insignificant thing. But to me, it's like, all right, you have been disrespecting me for far too long. Who do you think you are? why am I okay with this? Why is this a thing? Why do I keep dealing with this? I'm over it. I'm done. But like, you're so right. I do do that. I, I mean, I guess for me, it's just like, I want to, I want to be able to give people the chance to change. Like I want to be able to give people the chance to treat me with respect. And so I will forgive well, Easily. also, also, I think one of the things that is the same for you and me is that we want people to know that they've done something wrong and they, we want them to fix it. Yeah. We're not going to be the ones to tell them they did something wrong, but we want them to real like, they, we want them to fix. That is a really fix. toxic trait of the two of us. <laughs> if something is, okay, listen, I've gotten better about this. If something is genuinely wrong, like genuinely problematic to the point where it's like affecting me deeply. And not just like is a day-to-day annoyance in my life. If you are affecting me deeply, I will have a conversation with you about it. I didn't used to. I will now. I think that that came with moving away. It did. I was not like this back at home. No. Now, if you have a problem, if I have a problem with you in the way that you're treating me and it's like actually affecting me. Now, this is not all encompassing because there are many things that people do that annoy me on a day-to-day basis that I can put up with like that I'm not going to say anything about that but like if you're hurting me like actually hurting me and it's affecting the way I see you I've gotten better about just talking to people about it but for the longest me and Loco are both like this we would want you to know that you're doing something well, wrong I think I'm, I'm we- still like that <laughs> I'm still I'm still stuck there you you have moved you've moved on to better things you're you're doing great about it <laughs> I just I don't know I we were loca is kind of the mentality that like we want you to know that you did something wrong but we want you to come to that conclusion on your own and we want you to fix it like, i don't why can't you just you did something wrong like i don't want, why can't you just see that you're treating me like crap yeah and it well and i think part of it comes from like i can't trust a sorry that i made you say yeah like that's so true if i told you that you're doing something crappy to me you now feel inclined to say sorry. So how right. am I supposed to know that that sorry is genuine? Right. I feel like that when you're treating me like, when you're treating me poorly, you should be able to recognize that you're treating me poorly and apologize for it. Yeah. Or you should pick up on me being in a bad mood after you say something to me or me picking up on me being mad at you. Think about what you did or think about how our last interaction was. Figure out what may have been the cause and let's talk about it. But I don't want to have to tell you that you did something wrong because then you're just going to say sorry to fix things. Well, also the people in your life have not caught on to your bad moods, which confused me so much because you are so blatantly obvious when you're not okay. Like you're so easy to read when you're I think, mad. I think part but the of- people in your life just don't catch on to it. <laughs> you have to tell them. Well... My thing is, is I think one of the biggest things that when I'm in a bad mood, if you are the reason for my bad mood, I'm not going to tell you that it's because of you. 
I'm gonna be like, oh, I mean, whatever. It, it's like it'll it'll pass in a second. I'm not gonna tell you here's the reason that it that I'm upset. And so then they're like, okay, well, let's just move on. Well, we are in <laughs> fact the problem. Like this is not okay, and we recognize it. Well, like, yeah, we recognize it. <laughs> this is back to our stubborn thing. This is the biggest. This is the biggest way that you will see us being stubborn is the fact that like I'm not your mother. I'm not gonna teach you how to treat another human being. Like, you should be able to see that the way that you're treating me is not okay. You should be able to fix it. Yeah. My standards of people have gotten really high. And I think it's because I can finally say, I am an adult. You are an adult. Can you act like you're not five? Well, I think. But, like, before that, I was always slightly acting above my age, whatever, so I could accept it. But now I'm at no tolerance. Well, I, I, I think on. that, I mean, like we said, I'm still kind of there. You're, you've moved on, but I think if, if in the past, it's been like both of us had such high standards for people. Our tolerance levels were so low, but despite that, we still let things happen to us. But you know what's interesting is that I actually don't think my standards are that high. Oh, I think I have high standards for people. It's just a matter of fact whether or not I enforce them. I think my standards are high for the people that I was around, specifically. I think in general, meeting new people at college have made me realize that, like, it doesn't take a lot to be a good friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, right now, I'll take whatever I can get. <laughs> like, it's just for the people I was around, maybe I was expecting a little too much out of you. Yeah. But now that I've come out here and I've I've met so many people here, like I'm like, wow, you do above the above my bare minimum. Like, whoa, this is crazy. You're pushing past my standards. Like well, you're I, treating I think, me well. In all honesty, having high standards for people in your life is a good thing because it knows it it shows that you care about how the people around you are affecting you. It shows that you have high value for yourself. But also expecting way too much out of people can just completely ruin everything like not knowing where the standards and expectations should stop is kind of a line that you have to you have to know because everything agreed but I mean let's preface that this is like the high standards that we're talking about don't have anything to do with like the way that people treat other other people like if someone is if one of the people in my life is being rude, I'm going to tell you. Like, that is not what I'm talking about. If you're being a bad person or if you're treating other people disrespectfully and you're my friend and I feel like we, I, I have the authority to say this to you, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, I'm not going to hey, let you be a crappy person to other people. Exactly. The, the where, this, where this changes is when it comes to the way they treat me. The, you can treat, you. I will not let you treat other people badly, but I'm going to let you treat me badly. Yeah, is where that line, which is sad, but it's true. Well, I think, I think it poses an important question that we actually wrote down to talk about, which is, where is the line between where you matter more than how other people feel? That's a great question. <laughs> it's a great question. And I think, I mean, honestly, I think it's something that I'm still trying to figure out. Well, I think we should, I mean, let's talk a little bit more about 
examples from my life. Like let's explain well, because we're talking in very abstract terms. Okay. I mean, I'm not gonna name names. Yeah, but please don't do that. I think, well, especially not in this scenario. Um I honest quite honestly, because when I was thinking about what I wanted to say in this episode, I was kind of trying to think of why I'm the way I am. And this kind of has nothing to do with relation like romantic dependency. But I think that the reason why I value myself so little over how other people feel is because of my because of my experiences with my friends that have had major depression to where it was like a point of how I felt didn't matter because they felt so much worse that it was now on me to kind of put my stuff aside and help them stay alive. Like, you know, and I think it's kind of honestly made me to, cause I dealt, I dealt with that at such a young age that now it's kind of formed into like smaller, like less extreme of a situation. Yeah. But I will just value how you feel over my own pride, my own feelings, my own crap going on. Like I, I just, I honestly think that's the way I, I am. And well, let's preface like context into this. Like the reason this relationship wasn't healthy wasn't because the other individual was struggling with depression. Oh yeah, not the reason. No, no, I'm not. No, that. Let me make that very clear. That's that's why I'm trying. That's why I wanted to include that. Not, like, uh, that was not the, the issue. Logan does not have anything against depressed people. I don't. Like, it's not- <laughs> like, it definitely, it matters. It's important. The issue wasn't the fact that they had depression. That's not the issue. The issue lied in the fact that the relationship as a whole was very dependent on this individual wanting Loka to act as a their complete support system they expected loka to almost like constantly be there to aid and fix their depression yeah like that was the role that they expected loka to play and that problem also came when their friendship kind of cycled into a that was the entire relationship it wasn't a reciprocated like I'm gonna be here for you you're gonna be here for me we're gonna be there for each other it turned into a situation where it was like the only role correct me if I'm wrong but it seemed like the only role that Loka was expected to play was to just completely and absolutely support and fix the mental health things that were going on in this individual's life and it was like so guilting where like I don't know how to say it without being insensitive but like there comes a point where it is a reason but it's not an excuse to treat me the way I was being treated that is my standpoint when it comes to situations like this and I guess we are not talking about mental health like we are talking about the way that it's affects the way somebody treats a friend the way the way that I was I literally had no room to talk about anything happening to me because there was always something worse happening and the minute I try I would try to say something it was like well I mean yeah sure you this happened to you but this happened to me and it's so much worse so let's care it was about almost that. always a competition it's yeah. the best oh, way 100%. to refer 100 and I mean again like I said earlier it's I was 
so young. This relationship, I was at the time dealing with this and I was nine, like nine years old. Like that's just, that's a lot. And whenever it came time to leave that friendship, it was like, how am I supposed to do this? Because what happens when I do? We, we have both moved on and I think that we're both in very better places. My opinion in, in this is that when it comes to this topic, mental health provides an explanation. It provides context. It provides reasoning. I can understand why what you have struggled with is leading you to make the choices that you've made. However, it does not provide an excuse. Yeah, you still be struggling with your mental health. Simple, simply struggling, struggling with your mental health doesn't change the fact that sometimes your actions and your words hurt people. Sometimes yeah. the way that you treat people, like, it does leave an impact. And I think that was the biggest thing in this friendship is that it wasn't, like, a one-time thing. Like, this was the way that their entire friendship was revolving for how long? Almost eight years. Almost eight years. <clears throat> yeah. But, like... It wasn't like that all eight years. Yeah. Or at least that I could tell. Like, yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't like that all eight years, but I mean, it was eight years. It just sort of started spiraling towards that at the end. Um, so again, like prefacing, like, yeah, this Before- is, it doesn't have, but it doesn't have anything to do with mental health specifically. It has to do with the way that one human being chooses to treat another person. Yeah. And you are using that to explain the reason that friendships aren't as big of a, don't hold as big of a role in your life. Yeah. Again, I value my friendships very much. I'm not one day just going to decide I don't need my friends anymore and move on. But like, I was perfectly comfortable moving to Florida and being alone. I was perfectly fine. Like my plan is to move far. Like my plan was always to move far away. I'm okay with being alone. I don't need friends close, close, close to like be. I'm okay in my friendships to not be there so close to me all the time. However, I, I, and it, like, I just, I don't know. I've always, I don't, I can't see myself never getting married or never well, yeah, like never getting married. I'm just and this plays even further into the whole standards thing because it's like when you can't see yourself not being in a relationship or when you can't see yourself never getting married, your standards do automatically lower for what it is that you are. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Accepting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, is how we, which is how we end up in some, in the parking lot of Rocky River coffee shop. <laughs> we probably shouldn't name the name, should we? Talking about, you know, homeboy who can't even, you know, okay. hay in the hallway. Anyway. Please not hay in the hallway. Tell me this is high school. It's <laughs> <laughs> high school. Meanwhile, me, like, I think in the exact opposite way is that, like, whenever I've struggled with friendship situations, they've felt like end-all be-alls. Like, Sorry. Also, another apology. I say like a lot. Oh, we both do. We've come to realize this. We've, we've done better this episode. I've been noticing that we've been. I've doing been it. trying so hard. I've been trying so hard. Last episode, it took me so long to just sit there, <laughs> edit out as many as I could. My 
pauses. That's me trying not to say the word. <laughs> Buzzword. <clears throat> the first couple of weeks of college when I came here before I found I like found my community, they were really rough because I saw people starting to get into friendship, like friendships and friend groups really quickly. And I didn't have that right off the bat, which is not, let's preface by saying I wasn't expecting it. Like I knew that college, I knew that a lot of people who come in and make friends in freshman year don't even end up staying friends with them senior year. Like nonetheless, like for lifetime friends, I wasn't expecting that. But I think immediately coming in and being away from my family, being away from Loka and like, I would say that I have a very core group of people that you are my person. Yeah. Let me give context to that too, actually. Might as well. Yeah. In high school, middle school, I I moved three middle schools. Before middle school, I was in Georgia. I, li- I uh, was born in Georgia, grew up in Georgia, moved to North Carolina when I was like 11. I went to three different middle schools before I, I went to high school and it was this high school that me and Loka went to. So friendships in middle school were very very sporadic like I mean the middle school friendships like I like I made friends I guess in the places that I I I was there but they weren't like most of them are not my like for lifers you know like you lose contact with your middle school people and that's how it is but then when I came into high school I came into this environment where everybody our town is very small which is another episode topic keep in keep, keep a lookout our town is very small everybody knows each other it's it's you're straight out of a movie type tiny little town it's a like, small little town it's a small little suburb. town please not the suburbs it, the suburbs it is North Carolina. <laughs> it is it was a tiny little town and everybody knew each other and everybody grew up with each other from elementary school and so even if friend groups weren't set in stone everybody had some type of understanding of who each other were I was coming into this brand new environment. The only time I interacted with most of these people was my one year of sixth grade where I went to the connecting middle school before I moved. And I did not speak that year. You did not hear a peep out of me. Most people did not know me for conversations I've had. I was not a talkative gal. That's clearly changed. But (laughs) in high school coming in, I didn't have like more than one or two people that were like my people in school. It took through middle school through high school through COVID into senior year for my evolving friend groups to dwindle into the people that I have now and right now I would say I have a core group of maybe two or three it's starting to expand as I'm here which I'm really really grateful for because I know there are some people who are still struggling to find people but it's starting to expand now but I would say that what came out of that are my core like two or three Loka is one of them like those, these are my people. Like they know. Anyways, they know me like inside and out. They can understand the way my brain works. They get why I, I think the way I do. Um, and to me, those are so valuable, so valuable. And I think that's why when we switched to doing long distance friends, like it wasn't a question to me. We had to stay friends. Like yeah. she's one of my people. She knows me inside and out. How often are you going to find people like that? But again, the reason we developed into that is partly because of my my whole mentality thing of like, we are now friends. I'm going to give this everything I got. Like, I'm going to be vulnerable with you. I'm going to tell you what's going on in my life. I'm going to be there for you when you have stuff going on in your life. Like, I'm I'm coming into this all in. And I get very emotionally invested into it. 
and I will spend my time and my money and like I will be (laughs) in our friendship it matters to me you know yeah sorry but (laughs) you're fine well I think (laughs) but I think the problem lies when like the high standards comes in that sometimes I want the same treatment from other people but not everybody is all in in their friendships yeah so that's a line I've had to learn in that sometimes people are not going to be as good a friend to me as I am to them as bad as that sounds yeah well part of I mean going off to college and kind of being feeling so alone I think part of the reason that for you it was even more so that way was because Persia went to one of the the colleges that like a bunch of people we knew went to and they all they all knew each other well not that Persia didn't know them but like they were all like friends and they all like hung out constantly before college and so getting to college they were all constantly together and Mm -hmm. so Persia choosing to kind of come into her own and take this time to learn about herself it was hard seeing you know, it's hard seeing people you know doing so well. But then it's like you want that for yourself, but you don't necessarily want to – you don't want to fall back into old habits. Like yeah. Persia wanted to move on. She wanted to go to college and, and move on, make new friends, you know, make a life. But it was hard seeing people that she knew being so happy in all these friendships. I've I've changed a lot as a person in the past four years of high school into now. I've changed a lot, night and day a lot. Even like and from when I met you to now. Yeah, less than a year ago to now. Yeah, I've changed a lot as a person. And majority of that is really, really positive change, like really good steps forward. I think that if I were to have stayed surrounded by all the people that I moved from my hometown with a part of me felt like I would feel trapped to the identity that I held when I was there when I'm simply not that person anymore yeah I think I've come to realize a lot more about my drive and like my discipline I've come to realize a lot more about things like conversations like this just how important relationships are to me and how much I'm willing to give to that and like that it's okay that I'm like that and even in things that like what I choose to spend my time in, like I would not have started this podcast if we were, if I was still in North Carolina, I simply wouldn't have, we weren't going to, unless we moved. The reason that we were able to is because moving gave us the slightest, slightest bit more freedom to be able to actually act on what it is that we wanted to do. and, And we, we made a jump on it, but coming here and it was definitely hard to see people like already having their predestined group of friends. And that's where it's, two sides of a coin. On one hand, I would have felt obligated to live into the identity that I held when I was back years ago when I was there, or I would have had to start new, but that really meant starting from the ground up and knowing that it was going to take time and it's going to take energy. Within the past two months, it has been a lot of me actively having to go outside of my comfort zone. Again, it's the overthinking in me. I've had to text people and been like, hey, can we hang out? Like having a text people be like, let's get food. Or like, I want to get to know you better. Or me initiating conversations with people or me having to explain things that 
with my people, they would just get this about me. I don't have to explain this to you. You understand that my brain works in this in this way. But people who don't know me yet, it requires me reintroducing myself in these certain parts of my life that I got so used to my people just knowing. Yeah. That it was a lot of active effort for me for a while, which was a weird season. And it still is. I'm still growing into that. It's a weird season of oh, wait, you haven't seen me since I was 11. You don't know that I'm like this because of this. Like, I have to explain that to you right now. Yeah. Let me explain to you the way that I was raised and like this and this, so this makes sense to you because it's not going to make sense to you unless you know that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting. It's been a lot of growing, but I have no regrets on it because I don't know. I think I'm, I'm again, I'm, I think I'm starting to find people who treat me the way that I've always wanted to be treated. And you seem to be, you seem to be so much happier in your friendships that you've made. I am for sure. So, yeah. I mean, I, I 100% think you've grown in a very positive way. 100%. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't necessarily think I could say the same for myself. I kind of think I'm still at the same the same point I was. But I don't really know what my thoughts are on it, to be honest. But to be fair, like, again, what we were saying is that you're very relationship-oriented. I mean, I there guess, hasn't been a lot of... I guess I should... I guess I should give context as to what relationships have been in the past. Just for future reference, and so I can talk more about my thoughts, and it may kind of sense, make sort of make sense. So, seventh grade, a boy came into my life. <laughs> oh, that oh makes my makes my heart so warm. <laughs> uh, okay, a boy, whatever. I was hooked, I was hooked on this boy for like four years, and it was just like this constant back and forth of like. He really did not care, and I did. But he, knew, well. but, he, <laughs> but he knew that I cared, and so he hung on to me because I was a son, I was this sense of attention, and I gave him what he wanted. A- attention. Preface that. Just attention. And, <laughs> and um, so then, whatever, we, we moved on from that. You know, good for me. And then progress. Senior year, homeboy walks in. New, new homeboy. homeboy. New homeboy. New homeboy struts his way in. Struts. And he he stayed there for a year. Anyway, and so then when it came time to <laughs> Persia is making throwing up motions. <laughs> when it came time for me to move away to school, it was kind of like, what do I do? I don't really know what to do because I don't know. I don't want to let go of this because I don't want to be stuck with nothing. And that was one thing where like Persia would bring up, like, can't you see that he's treating you like crap? Or like just any, any of my friends would be like, that's so, like, I would tell them something that happened and then it would be like, why are you letting him treat you like that? But I mean, I think it comes from the fact that I just don't care as long as I have something. We're working on it. We're, I, I promise it. you we're working on it. This sounds so it bad. Sounds. It sounds so bad. Let's remember that. <laughs> the, first, the, first, the first step is acceptance. 
and she's accepted. We've, accepted. we've gotten there. Yeah. I mean, Both this time, <laughs> this time, six <laughs> months ago, she was not able to admit that he was treating her bad. And now she's yeah, it was like excuses. It. it was, well, I mean, we never put a label on it. We never, we never established anything. She's making fun of it. But these are, these are literally the words that she would say. <laughs> we haven't put a label. We haven't established anything as if that's licensed for, well, because, for one human being to treat another person badly. And well, part of it was like, I knew he didn't care because, I mean, he didn't have feelings for me. I had feelings for him. He didn't have feelings for me. So it was like, if he doesn't care, why am I going to make a big deal out of the fact that I care when I can just wallow in silence by myself and let him do his thing? Like, why am I going to bring it up and, like, make an issue out of it when he really does not care? And then when it came time to leave for college, I brought it up, and guess what? He did not care. care. (laughs) But he, I mean, he showed a little bit more care than I thought he would. And he apologized. Good for him. He apologized. He told me that he wished I would have brought it up sooner. But still. Hmm. But (laughs) but still. This is another instance of the point is right. The I told her that after that conversation, nothing yeah. changed. So finally, I just let it go. But it sucked because I kind of – I didn't go through a breakup. I did not go through a breakup. Let's clarify that. But I went through a parting of ways that sucked. Yeah. when Especially when I was coming into an area where I knew that I knew no one and so there wasn't anybody for me to cling to. Well, because, again – oh, that's another thing that's probably important to mention. One way that we are both similar – in our opposite ends is that we have a tendency to like attach on to people really quickly yeah and when whether, attached, whether or not you, it's very difficult to to let go and it's like whether go. or not you know I'm attached to you I'm attached to you yeah for sure like I'm very dependent on you know how much we talk how much I see you I'm dependent on it I'm going to come, I'm going to look to you for comfort and for solace and having you in my life brings me comfort and makes me feel secure, but you're not going to necessarily know. Well, in my case, I think Persia, again, she's so like there for you all the time that, you know, like, you know, Persia's going to be there, but I think I'm less good at like letting people know that I'm there for them. This goes back to the whole vocal, like the emotional thing that, that we were talking about last week. Loka is just the type of person that doesn't always feel like she can show it. Yeah. What she's feeling vocally, which is why one of the reasons that she mentioned we connected so well is because I would force her to open up her mouth and explain to me what was going through her head. Because if you didn't, sometimes you wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, I think one, I feel like one of the things I say a lot of the times when I'm talking about how I feel is like, there's no point in talking about it because I know I can handle it and get over it it just but she can't unless she talks about it and that's the big little yeah. spiral yeah. yeah and again let's preface that we don't necessarily we're not everything that we're saying about the way that we are we're not saying that this is necessarily we're not, healthy we're not condoning it <laughs> we don't don't live life like this because there's freedom and not it, it sucks like yeah there's freedom in not being mentally emotionally de- uh, dependent on people 
But again, this is just us explaining to you the way that we often operate in things. I get very emotionally, mentally dependent on my friends, the people I really care about. And she mentally, emotionally gets very dependent on the people in her life that she sees in a relationship. Yeah, and I think, like, in terms of me, my friend, like I said a second ago, like, my friends don't necessarily know that I'm attached to them. Like, they don't necessarily, they wouldn't tell you that I'm, like, always there for them. I mean, I am, whether or not they know it. But, like, it's something that I make known when I'm in a relationship is that I'm very dependent. And it's, like, obvious that you can tell that I am. (laughs) But in my friendships, it's just I feel like I'm such a different person. But, like, Persia's the opposite. Like, Persia, when, like, you just know that Persia's always there for you. But honestly, I get hard to read if I get in a situation where someone likes me. I don't know what to do with that. I don't know how to. It just doesn't. Yeah. I don't know what to do with that. I don't. Whereas if you tell me that you like me, I'm going to. We're married in my mind. (laughs) I do. I do, in fact, hold standards for people in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if my future. What? What? I was gonna say well, you have standards for friends, but <laughs> I do have standards. I, I mean, I have standards for friends. I've gotten better about enforcing my standards. Yeah, you have. So, what are your standards? Let's talk about standards. What are <laughs> in your ideal world? What are your standards? Because you don't hold them, but what are they're there for a man? Both. Talk both. Must haves. You got to be supportive of my shows, my music my writing yep my theater stuff like you have to be supportive and that's one of the things that I think I value more in my friendships I'm just bad at showing it like when you don't come to my stuff it really hurts when you don't when you don't support my stuff it hurts Mm -hmm. whether or not I show you that it hurts or I tell you that it hurts it really hurts and it really shows Mm -hmm. so in a relationship again in a friendship that's something I can look past and I can get over in a relationship if you if you're not doing that stuff it's going to be a problem mm-hmm. and then like I guess understanding understanding my ambition I have mm-hmm. really high dreams I have really high ambition I want to be somewhere and I'm gonna get to that place yep. whether or not it works out I'm gonna try it and so you have to be understanding of it like like one of the, I think one of, one of the biggest things that was hard for some of my friends to accept was that I was moving away one of my friends in specific was really did not want me to move away but it's like you just have to understand that it's what I'm going to do because it's something I want to do and I need to do like I'm going to move away and I'm going to I'm going to pursue theater whether or not you think it's the right choice I'm gonna do it you just have to be understanding of it which is also athletic is a plus if you play basketball it's a plus if you play football it's okay I guess but if you play basketball, it's plus. <clears throat> just, throwing, just throwing that out there. If anybody wants to apply. If anyone wants to apply, please. <laughs> yeah. I think, which is back to the whole concept of you are very, very independent. You are very, very proud of it. Like you are ambitious and you are independent and you are proud of it. And that's why the whole concept of if someone values relationships in a, in a dating, in a marriage, whatever aspect People often associate that with not being independent or not being. Well, I just got booted out of my room. 
we're we're readjusting, guys. Give us give us half a second. Everyone's in here. Last left cookies on the table. <laughs> just like a, just like Good. a. Okay, wait that PSA. So yeah, I think that part like that's that's what I was referring to when I was talking about the whole thing with society often treating women like if they value relationships it automatically means that they're mentally emotionally attached in that way and for some reason that means that they're less of like a powerful boss woman yeah (laughs) but like that's not what that means because loka is very relationship dependent but at the same time she is incredibly ambitious she's incredibly independent her work and career and goals and all this stuff is important to her and she's going to pursue that and the two don't necessarily always have to be aligned and that's why I find issue with that mentality is that just because you're the type of person who doesn't want to be single it doesn't automatically mean that you fall into that category in every other aspect of yeah it doesn't mean I'm like some 18th century woman who's like looking for like financial security and like (laughs) like it's not like I know like I know that I can have my own life like (laughs) it's the 21st century I'm aware Loka values re- friendships. Her relationships just are a little bit more central to what she needs out of life. And yeah. for me, friendships are a little bit more of what is central to me in my life. But obviously, in the future, I would love to end up in a relationship. That doesn't mean that one cancels out the other. It's just we're just different in the way of what's central to us, I think. Yeah. Um, for me, must-haves in friends. Is that what we're yeah. asking? Must-haves? Yeah. Okay. Must-haves in friends is... I just want you to make an effort. <laughs> That's all Persia's asking. All Persia's asking is like for a text. Low key. A call. Like, like, kind of. Like we were talking about the whole love languages thing. And like, yes, words of affirmation and physical touch are my two top. But I feel loved when you take time to spend time with reach me. Out. Or you reach out or you try to help me in an access service way or you give me a like if you, you can do the bare minimum and more I feel like if you make an effort with me I'm going to reciprocate that back and we will get closer all I need from you is to make an effort (laughs) with me so it's kind of sad but that's mine is that your only one just care just just care care. (laughs) that's all it's on Persia's list low-key that's for friendships yeah just care and just try yeah when I think being understanding I like like kind of like I was saying I feel like for you like you really value people who are understanding of oh absolutely you need to be able to see that my life is not like yours necessarily and that's okay yeah no I think that's one thing that's kind of vital and important to your friendships it takes a lot of understanding to be my friend sorry just like the bare minimum of understanding just yeah I think the willingness to but again, that comes out of willingness to try to understand where I'm coming from in my Which life. Stems from caring. Is caring it. is yeah. what that stems from. And I think also like being a decent person. <laughs> That's so hard. <laughs> like, to find, I did not Honestly. I did not mention I didn't mention that, but please. Yeah, just like be a human, maybe. I don't <laughs> just like care about and just, just people. Like, try to care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are that's me. Like overtime because we just like we knew Sorry. this was gonna be a long one. We knew this was gonna be a long one. Which which one are you guys? 
you I mean it's like something like really to think about about yourself like are you more relationship oriented or are you more friendship oriented because I think like once I started thinking about it a lot of things in my life made more sense a lot of my relationships and what I accepted from people and why I accepted it made more sense when I figured out that I'm very friendship oriented you yeah could, I mean again we're both both but yeah. again I, you it's not like I don't care about my friends I promise I would love to be in a relationship at some point in my life. It's this just stack, not necessary to me. Stack of cookies is grossing me out. Okay, um, anyways, let's wrap it up because we're going a little far. What's your song of there. the week? Ooh, I reread. Loka made me a playlist and with every song on the playlist, she wrote a description about how it applies to my life. So why she performed? She she talks about she references specific examples of people and like why I these songs right. make her. I name drop. Mm-hmm. She, she did. She she name dropped loud and proud. Um. So I was rereading that this week, and when I reread um. Well, apple pie was so sorry. She wrote, she wrote, you feel like home. And I was like, wrote. See, care. Anyways, that has nothing to do with anything. My song of the week this week has actually been Lady Beyond from that playlist. I saw it again and I was like, wow, I haven't heard that in a second. So I played it. It's Lead Me On by Nate. Poshkus. 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 Lead Me On by Nate Poshkus. It's a good song. My song of the week is Hush Hush by the band Camino. Um, I think it's very fitting for what I talked about today. Um, homeboy. Um, but yeah, that's my song, Hush Hush. <laughs> Glad we're ending our podcast talking about him. Good. I oh, no, like it's him. okay. We that's, can... well, it's okay. Um, it's okay. <laughs> we're moving on, all right? So anyways, leave me on. And not shush. Go listen. Great songs. Go listen. Go follow all the social media. Hey, if you want to listen, you can listen to a snippet on our Instagram story where, I, where we post the songs. Ha ha ha. Shout out. Ha ha. Shout out. Go follow. Yeah, okay. Go follow. In all seriousness, go follow because why would you listen to this and not follow the account? It makes no sense. Follow the account or, or else um or else you don't care (laughs) no just or else just suspenseful you don't know what's gonna happen at want to talk about it pod (laughs) on instagram um want to talk about it on patreon again there's nothing there so it's pointless but if you want you know make a donation it'd be cool um but yeah Follow all our stuff. That'd be kind of cool of you. Keep listening. Let us know what you want to hear. If there's anything you want to hear us specifically talk about. Um, yeah. That's pretty much it. Any final yeah. thoughts, Persia? Find friends <laughs> and people that care. Have good standards for yourself. Don't okay. listen to us. Two t-shirts today. Two t-shirts today. One, same. What did I say? What do we say? Same extremes, polar opposite opposites, and then find people who care. The second one.
looks kind of cute. No, I'm not, like, I might get it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully in person. Maybe. Oh, we'll have to see. Hopefully. If I don't say hopefully. that, or if we're not in person, then ignore that. But yeah, we'll see you guys it. next week. Bye, guys. Bye.